With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Colton Collective Podcast. Now, here are your hosts. Dave AC and the Sixth Doctor. Hello, everybody. Or should I say, good evening, everybody. And welcome to the trailer edition of the Colton Collective podcast or what did you call it dave the 11th bottle the 11th bottle yes for those of you who are, who are in the know and will you'll probably be completely bored by this show but those of you who are in, are not in the know there have been some trailers this week and here to help us discuss them and analyze them take them apart bit by bit and analyze them because we're doctor who fans is mr randall thor hello mike hello dave hello ian how are you this evening very good. Well sauced. Ooh. I mean, well limbered up. Yes. It was bright and breezy that was, wasn't it? Yes, he was, wasn't he? He's done fairly well. Anyway, so what we're going to do tonight is we're going to have a, another look at the trailers, uh, all three of us together. Kind of like what we do for the commentaries, except we're not going to commentate over the top. We're just going to watch them to kind of refresh our memories of all the bits and pieces that are in there, all the yummy goodness. And... Uh, Oh, I sound like I'm on the caffeine, don't I? Well, anyway, here we go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to watch them, and then we're going to tell you what we think, because we're all that really matter, aren't we, guys? Yeah. Are we going to give a spoiler alert here? I just did. I said we're going to be watching the trailers, and then we're going to be discussing them. <laughs> that's you see, that's very quick. That's yeah, why that's... I'm on this show. I'm quick. You know, I'm really <laughs> yeah. sharp on the update. Yeah, he's five minutes in the future. <laughs> uh, the future's so bright Dave's going to wear shades alrighty so uh, again as the, for those of you who do know and that's most of our audience because so, you're all just wonderful folk Doctor Who had its uh, premiere uh, earlier this week I think it was Thursday Wednesday or Thursday was it Mike uh, it was Thursday Thursday See, I was right the first time. Should never second guess myself. Uh, and of course, they, they had it in a, a nice movie theater with a TARDIS crashed outside. It was awfully nice. They had set this whole uh, crashed TARDIS out there. It was smoking and everything. And huge premiere. They had a blue carpet, not a red carpet. Hooray for that one. And uh, all the journos and, and uh, special guests got to go in and, and see it on the big screen. And there were plenty of interviews that that uh, went on during that time, and uh, so yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't say uh, this. Well, There's nothing good about that. Every show we do is a car crash. True, <laughs> true. Yes, that's what we. Well, that's what happens when we don't let Mike drive. <laughs> He's supposed to be our sober cam. We never let him drive. But anyway, uh, a lot of information came out. Uh, a lot of the journalists have been quite. Uh, vague in their descriptions, which is nice. They've uh, they've said they like it and it's good and it's a good start and uh, most have been pretty positive about it. Uh, and at the end of the premiere episode, there was a clip that was played, uh, another uh, preview of series five, and that's the first one we're going to discuss because uh, I think uh, the next day actually they screened it on uh, the BBC. And of course, once something's been screened on the BBC, it automatically goes to YouTube. So, you guys got anything to say? Because I've been, been talking a mile a minute. That's what Starbucks and wine will get you. 
Well, it's not a spoiler, but apparently uh, Stephen Moffat's son has seen uh, at least one of the episodes, uh, and he says the, it's... The, the, I believe it was the first episode. Is it? And yeah. he says it's the scariest Doctor ever. Yeah, this is the scariest thing I've ever seen in Doctor Who. And that was the first. And he says, and that's the first episode. So, something else that I thought was interesting with the uh, the press screening of of the eleventh hour was that it was shown with without the new opening sequence. I so know. that's going to be a surprise for everyone on <sighs> April third. In, in, in a way, I'm, I'm I'm excited because it's a, you know I mean they've been very very good with all this. I mean we've seen very little of the console. It was, it, the funny thing is, of course, fans are already saying, I hate it. Mm. I mean, you can go bit by bit and, you know, pause throughout the trailer and, and catch little glimpses, but it's like, bloody hell, nobody's actually seen it. Well, some people have been on a tour of it and they say it's it's marvellous. But, uh, and they've made me some descriptions. But no, but none of us fans have seen a, a, a full screenshot of the whole uh, magnificence of it, so... So does that mean it's not up on Second Life yet? No, no. But I'm sure they're already starting. I I believe uh, before the last Second Life meetup, somebody was working on it based just on what they'd seen in the uh, the trailer that came out a couple of months ago, where you see where you see him hanging from that little swing and what looks like underneath the console doing repairs. Somebody during was, production, there was that picture. Somebody snapped a picture of the uh, the card, the cutout that they put inside the TARDIS. Mm. So we have that small glimpse. Yes. To work on. But uh, apparently, from the descriptions, it's twice the size of the original console room. Ooh. Yes, it's it's much much bigger. Um, it's on two two floors. Two floors. So, oh, so there's somewhere to hang your hat then. Um, from one of the clips, from one of the trailers, I actually remember seeing the hat stand in, in the, the coat rack. And, or hat stand? Hat stand. <laughs> great, great, great. Yeah. Oh, well, that. it's got to be in there. You can't have the TARDIS without that damn thing sitting in there. It's just that anachronistic little piece of furniture, yeah. you know. Well, what I'd like to do is walk into the TARDIS, get my hat, throw it onto the hat stand and say, Bond, James Bond. <laughs> mm. If you don't know that reference when he does that, but never mind. Yeah. Miss Money Penny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we should watch a trailer before we uh, get uh, Yeah, I'll put my glass down. Yeah, put your glass down, put your glasses on. And uh, <laughs> let's sit back. And uh, for those of you who are interested, the trailer we are watching is on YouTube. And it is entitled, It's uh, it was put up lo- lovingly by uh, Time Boy. And it's called uh, Doctor Who Series 5 Trailer New. So, if you're looking for the one that we're looking at, then that's the one. And that's uh, Time Boy with a double Y chromosome. Yes. Double Y at the end. He's definitely a boy, yes. All right. So, gentlemen, if you're ready, and we will begin in three, two, one, play. When I was a little girl, I dreamed of time and space. Last night... All my dreams are true. Where do you want to start? Because this is what I do every time, every day, every second. This. There's one thing you never put in a trap if you're smart. If you have any plans about seeing tomorrow, there's one thing you never, ever put in a trap. Me. I've got goosebumps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> never put in a trap. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, things that we can see in there. Of course, there's a Dalek in in, in army green. With the um, Union Jack. Jack. Under, under With the Union table. Jack. It begins. <laughs> uh, of course, there's flashes of the console in there. There's one bit where he's looking at it. That there was like a TV, but I'm not sure if he's in something else or or if he's in the the, the console room. Uh, there is Spitfires and a Dalek ship. In space. Is it clear that's a Dalek ship uh, by the it design? Does, it does look like, it looks very saucer-like. So, that's right. what I'm thinking. Um, and some of the, some of the spoiler stuff that I'd heard a long time ago would kind of fit in with the fact that there there might be a, a, a ship out there somewhere. Uh, we see Stonehenge. 
And apparently yes, somebody somebody tells me that the, the other people running with the Doctor, well, of course, one's the Doctor, one's Amy, and the other is uh, Riversong. But you can only see him uh-huh. from behind, so it, said, um, it looks like a woman with curly hair, so that's, that's all we're going to go got some, something strapped to her leg, like a gun or something. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, people are saying that the... The men running down the corridor with the guns and everything that's on the Byzantium. Right. Byzantium. I've got something I've just seen. I've got something I've just seen. and What I've done now is I've uh, reduced the audio to uh, nothing. And I'm I'm winding back. And I'm at 11 seconds where you see this spaceship from a distance. And you know what? What? It looks like a barrage balloon from that angle. Go to 11 seconds if you can move your slider back on pause and move it back to the 11 second. The actual spaceship is exactly like the barrage balloons over London. Also compare that to to the 7 second mark. Freeze frame there. Right, yeah. Compare that to that. You're listening to geeks, folks. You're listening to geeks. <laughs> what 11 second mark, huh? Uh, the the, the it, 11 second mark of this trailer. As a 30 second, you go to 11. If you press the pause button, mute your audio on the YouTube's place and slide it to 11 seconds, you see the spaceship in the... And it's got the exact same shape as the barrage balloons. Oh, so, yeah. Which I hadn't spotted when it was moving. It, you see, I because, think that's the Byzantium. Right, and what's it, the other one? Eight seconds, did you Seven say? Seven seconds. It's seven. It's, it's the same. At, pretty much the same at eight seconds too. Well, no, it switches over to the Dalek at that. But seven seconds, in the sky, over uh, the Doctor and well, Amy, you see yeah. more of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the one near, right in the middle near the uh, Big Ben looks just like the spaceship. I mean, it isn't, but it, right. the same design. So, is that, you know, a clue? I don't think so, because I think um, because the Dalek episode is supposed to be set, I think, in World War Two. Yeah, World War Two. World War Two, and so the I think the barrage balloons are just like what we saw in. Um... Well, and what I mean is, is the is the spaceship designed to blend in so it wouldn't be noticed? Hmm, I don't know because if you look at the next frame along, it's actually a three pronged back with uh, what looks like the engine at the at the very back of it. That's so. true. Um, it looks like there's from where it's sitting, we can't see the 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 third, um, yeah. the third leg to it, as it were. And can I clear something up for both myself and for people listening to this later? Is this trailer from one story? Are we getting are we getting clips from multiple stories? Oh, Is the stone multiple Henge... stories? Right. So that's one of the things we've got to consider in that then. Right. Um, it looks like uh, at five seconds into the trailer, that looks like uh, the episode that will contain the Weeping Angels. And from the looks of things, there's rather a lot of them. Uh, but mm. Stephen, in an interview, did allude to you'll see them in a way you've never seen them before. Mm. So I don't know if whatever planet this is on, whether it's their planet or their domain that maybe they can move freely in here or I don't know. It's, it's that, that would make sense because it would give more dramatic elements to it. If, if they could be with it out, you know, out of our time zone and, and within their, you know, um, quantum, quantum, uh, domain experience at the 17 second mark. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking that's the uh, vampire in Venice episode. Yes, it does look some, uh, very much like it. And of course, at eighteen, that does to me look like a Dalek ship. Yeah, it does. Yeah, space fight, space fight going on because it's got the <laughs> it's the saucer with the four bumps on the bottom. Yeah, which is and the Spitfire there as well. Are they? Yeah, yeah it's the the blue laser beam that we saw back in. Oh, at, at yeah. the end of yeah, well, at the end of season four. Okay. And if you look at 19 seconds, you'll actually see part of the console. You'll see that the walls in the background are kind of a, a lighter color, of course, than what we've seen. Uh, Looks like course, there's a phonograph or something. Yeah, the there's left. Yeah. a phonograph. 
Uh, Archway. Although I don't know about this console because um, isn't there supposed to be the uh, the Blue Peter contest? Blue Peter contest. I can't remember what design. I, I've got to go back and look at the design that won and see. But anyway, um, but you'll see the the roundels in the back. That's kind of it looks to me. I mean, everything's a little overexposed on this because of there's a big well, there's a yeah, there's a spark on the top. Right. Well, the Blue um, Peter contest. It's only going to be actually used for one episode, isn't it? At one right. store. Yeah, yeah. But that, who knows, that one clip could be from there. Um, but yeah, it's all very interesting. I mean, if you if you actually if you track back to four seconds, you'll actually see um, the console, the, the, the TARDIS interior in the background, and it looks quite large. Um, well, and you'll see just beside the door there, you'll see the Kurt Rack. Right. Well, you can look there. I'm at 21 seconds. A- Amy tied up. Of course you'd be there. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. She's wearing a dot two scarf. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, and then the rest of it, of course, is the doctor with a gun, which a lot of people are like, oh, I can't believe he's got a gun. The doctor never carries a gun. It's like the, the doctor's had a gun in his hand numerous times. It all is a matter of how he uses them and... I don't think for one second that Stephen Moffat would say, oh, no, it's all right. The Doctor can, you know, kill somebody with a gun. That'd be right. stupid. Did you mention at four seconds, by the way, when he's holding on to Amy, mm-hmm. like you say, that not only can you see the coat, uh, the coat stand, the hat stand, the hat rack. but this is, yeah, there's a staircase in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it oh, looks yeah. like, a, yeah, just at a glance, it looks like, it looks like a house. Just at a, at a glance, and then you freeze frame it and really look at it. Yeah. Well, that's amazing because I remember um, uh, one of the confidentials where Russell T. Davis, are in actual fact, no, it was Stephen Moffat talking about Russell T. Davis saying that he likes vertical action. He likes, you know, rather than having chases through corridors, mm. he likes the, the vertical. Hence, in like um, Voyage of the Dam, they're always falling down that shaft, are rising up it, and so on. Right. And in the new, new, new earth or whatever it is, they're going yeah. down the lift shaft. And he said that that's something that he feels dramatically that works well. Yeah. So it looks as though the, the console room is going to be on like three levels because we know he can drop below the console. Yeah. And it looks as though it's got an upper story. And I, I, I wonder, I mean, we've seen in, in the previous ones and we'll see in the one coming up, the, the line where uh, the Doctor approaches the TARDIS and says, what have you got for me this time? And I wonder if that bit is from he's redoing the TARDIS console and he's having it reconfigure itself. And I wonder yeah, if that's but... where we'll see the Blue Peter one, where he'll be like, he'll be like, okay, you know, you know, let you do your work, and he'll come in, and he'll go, oh, that just won't do, you know, and he'll go off and do something with Amy, and he'll come back, and what have you got for me this time, and he'll open it up, yeah. and that's when you'll see it, and I wonder, I don't actually think we will see the new console until the very end of the episode. And and that's very much this idea of, uh, you know, he hasn't designed this one, he's sort of, uh, he's set the TARDIS to random wallpaper, sort of thing. Right, and it takes random desktop setting. Yeah, and it <laughs> takes things from because I mean it's a time machine. It goes throughout time, and so you you're going to get this anachronistic kind of you're going to get a you know, like the gramophone thing. But it's it's you know new technology using these old things, little steampunk you know reference. Uh, Something else that I'm surprised we haven't mentioned is at the, at the ten second mark we see the new sonic screwdriver, and from what I've from what I understand, during the, regen- the regeneration and the crashing of the TARDIS, uh, the Tenth Doctor's sonic screwdriver is broken beyond repair. And we see the new sonic screwdriver, and it has a green light. Yes. And uh, comparing... I, well, you can't get a good look at it, but I'm thinking back to uh, Silence in the Library and Forest, uh, Forest of the Dead and the, the sonic screwdriver that River Song had. And I'm yeah. wondering how similar yeah. those are going to look. Right. Yeah, because oh, yeah, that's the the interesting thing. Well, actually, she will not have her sonic screwdriver at this point. That's true. Because uh, the point of time where she arrived at the library, he had actually been to visit her just before she embarked on that adventure, and he gave her the sonic screwdriver. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is this sonic screwdriver doesn't seem to look anything like mm. 
Well, yeah, it, uh, as I said, it has a green light. And that hers one she had didn't have a green light. Yeah, it had so. red settings though. Yeah, right. had red settings. Well, just for people listening later, I'm having trouble uh, finding that freeze frame with the um, the sonic screwdriver. You've got to kind it's of not... let it play and then. Right. Okay. Well, I'm just mentioning that for people listening later, so it is in that, that frame area. Yeah, it's around uh, the 10 second mark. It's when they're running to Stonehenge. Okay. And one thing I'd want to mention is that uh, just before that, at uh, eight seconds, this uh, this um, <laughs> Dalek in in actual fact he's not he's not grey. When I first saw, it, I thought he's in grey, but he's not. He's in sort of khaki, isn't he? Is yeah, it? it's kind of like that, the the, the helmet. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and he's got this—he's got this tool belt on, which I think I said to him, "How the heck is he going to get anything out of that tool belt? You know, what's he reach round with? You know." Yeah. Hang Maybe on. The, it begins is referring to the Dalek trying to figure out how do I use these. It begins. How do I use the sucker Why to get back to my water bottle? <laughs> like, oh, and, uh, oh, I've just seen something else. What? Fabulous, fabulous. When you look at the Dalek, he's got to, he's got nighttime covers over his uh, his lights. Oh, he does too. He's got nights. He's got his socks on his. It's eye. a blackout. It's a blackout. Put out that light. <laughs> Put that light out. Put that light out. Oh, it's gone dark. Put the light on then. Oh. Put that light out. Sorry. Anyway, I think we should move on to the next one. Or otherwise, we'll never I'm get done. I'm having so much fun. I'll have a sip of wine first. Hang on. We have twice the amount of material to cover in the next one. <laughs> uh, this one we have uh, sourced from, well, it's actually the uh, BBC America clip, which, uh, for those of you who were watching, uh, appeared on BBC America this weekend uh, during the episode, I believe it was Plink. And so it came as a great surprise. And the funny thing is that from what I know, it's not on the BBC America website yet, which I find rather strange. But they are doing a bang-up job of promoting, which pleases me very much. I, uh, it's, I'm trying to remember who it was now. Somebody on Facebook, I think it was Barnaby from DWNY, said up in New York there was a bus going down the street that had a big uh, advertisement on the side of it for Doctor Who. And I was like, oh, that's just fabulous. We're actually getting advertising. <laughs> yeah, and uh, unfortunately, uh, when we finished the show today, I had uh, gone on to BBC HD to watch this um, about the solar system, and I just missed uh, them showing the that Doctor Who clip we'd just seen on the BBC HD version. So right. I'm a bit annoyed with that because it would have looked really stunning. All right. All right, so this next clip, we've actually uh, gone to the Blogder Who website. Uh, it's Blogder Who, B-L-O-G-T-O-R-W-H-O, dot blogspot, dot com. Uh, and definitely bookmark this page and, and add it to your, you know, an RSS feed, because it's a great source of... If there's anything going on in Doctor Who, he, he's got it. And I'm trying to remember his name now because he's fabulous. Um, yeah. But yes, you can also follow Blogder Who, Blog Who on Twitter. Uh, just look for Blogder Who. Uh, but yeah, anything he's... If, if there's anything out there, he's got it. He's got all the interviews that uh, took place uh, over the last couple of days. He's got all the uh, trailers. Uh, so yeah, anything you could possibly want that's out there. And it's it's pretty much spoiler free. I mean, it's it's anything that's happening in the media, and he'll yeah. let you know if there's, if there's a something that you might want to avoid. So he does a very good job of presenting lightweight news. In other words, there's not a lot of there's no ads on his website, um, and it's it's just the news that you need. Sorry, Dave, go ahead. I was going to say, if you look at the right of the screen, there's. Uh... Clicks to, click to uh, 11th hour first reactions, mm -hmm. which I might look at in a moment. Yes. All right. So we should get to this clip. Are you guys ready? I'm ready to go. Certainly oh, are. Okay. So we will begin. This is the BBC America uh, Doctor Who promo for Series 1531 Fenarg. And in three, two, one, play. The universe is fast and complicated, and sometimes. 
Impossible things just happen and we call them miracles. What have you got for me this time? Who are you? I'm a doctor. I'm a time traveller. Come with me. Where? I'm in the future. Like hundreds of years in the future. Right. Look closer. Secrets and shadows, lives led in fear. What do we do? Have you met monsters before? Yeah. You scared of them? No. They're scared of me. You can't win this. You can't even fight it. Okay. Now it starts. All of time and space, everything that ever happened or ever will, where do you want to start? Doctor Who. Premieres April 17th at 9, 8 central on BBC America. You're right, that American voice Doctor at the end. Doctor Who premieres <laughs> April 17th, 9, 8 central on BBC America. Aha. Well, before we start analysing this, the one thing that really strikes me straight off the bat is the fact that when we saw uh, Matt Smith in his regeneration, obviously he's very agitated and this, that and the other, and he seemed to have a very frenetic high-pitched voice and so on here i'm loving his voice uh, a lot more it seems it seems to have that sort of edge to it and um uh, a, a wiseness to it and um it certainly mean, seems more measured and 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 lower toned and uh suits him better i think right yeah it's it's an it's an interesting one and uh, i guess we're probably going to do the same thing here is is kind of track through it and uh, the opening scenes, uh, the, the window, I'm not entirely sure where that is. Uh, the window he's standing in front of and looking out. Uh, Wait a minute, right, right before that. No, no, there's the, a the space ship. opening above right, it. The, 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 Something's falling out. I wonder what that is. Well, it looks like it's a, like a I'm thinking it's, it's like a, an escape pod. Yeah. And if it's, it is, if it is the, uh, God, I keep forgetting how to pronounce it. Like Byzantium, yeah, Byzantium. Uh, then that may be them escaping before the crash, because of course we all know from uh, Silence in the Library that uh, she makes reference to when she's going through her diary um, the crash of the ship. So that could be them es- around the six and seven second mark. Is that the the, the crash site? Yes. That is the crash site with River Song in a black dress. Well, hang on, just backtrack to four seconds when he's looking through that window, and it looks as though he's looking out on a city. Mm. If you look above the city, there's like a, a rectangular open yeah, vent, it, as it, though it, that city could be within a spaceship. Yeah. As though it's like, a, if you ever remember the old science fiction, Arthur C. Clarke, was it mm. City in the Stars? They were called with spin dizzies or whatever they were called, where. St- whole uh, cities would travel uh, into galactic space it's almost like a city within a spaceship i think there. or or something built on a in, in an asteroid or ah yeah, yeah yeah but yes it's an interesting looking site uh nice scale i mean it just gives this whole i mean look at the, look at the size of him compared to the window it's like oh that's nice that's yummy uh and of course, the the same shot for from both clips of the Doctor hanging on to uh, Amy's uh, leg while she like drifts outside the TARDIS. Uh, so I'm guessing that there must be a, an air pocket that extends quite quite a bit out from the TARDIS because that would be a bit of a dangerous thing. You know? well, well, they've established this before, haven't they, where the Doctor walked out in front of the, the Daleks before and, and um, they fired at him thinking he was vulnerable and there was this, like, shell around uh, a force the field. Yeah. Right. But I think and also, of course, uh, and of course, when Donna Noble is waving down to Wilf, they opened up the um, the TARDIS bo- while it was in, in in the air. Right, but the boy's been right inside the doorway, not... Yeah. I mean, she's definitely out in space, and so yeah. that adds even more to, you know, it's like, okay, uh, we're just piling up stuff that the TARDIS can do now, <laughs> which is fine. Uh, so, yeah, more, more, I mean, more power to it. I mean... Uh, and that little scene, by the way, just reminds me almost of, um, you know, Lois Lane and Superman, where, you know, 
she can for the original film I'm talking about where they fly and um, they're, they're side by side and he's holding her wrist and then his hand slips down her wrist to a, a hand then his hand slips down to the fingers and they're basically just finger touching and then as soon as she leaves go she starts falling thousands of feet and he goes down and collects her so it's like little Superman right homage. Yeah, it's a, it's a, and again, like you said, it's it's that it's not across stuff. It's up and down. We, you know, the perspective we've got is from up above, yeah. and so you see the fact that she's up in space and he's kind of down below, holding on. So at the at the sixteen and seventeen second mark, we see what we remember from Christmas Invasion: the Doctor breathing out re, what was it regeneration energy? Yes. We see that again with Matt Smith's Doctor. Yes. Very nice, nice kind of salute to the past, as it were. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, at, at 11 seconds, we've got him coming up to the TARDIS and doing the whole, what have you got for me this time? Yeah. And at this point, yeah. you know that the TARDIS has, has fixed itself because it's got the, it's the new TARDIS. Uh, and and we the, get a good close-up of his outfit there as well. Yes. <clears throat> So I'm thinking that's that's what his the reference is. Before I had thought, well, maybe it's a reference to you know like where are you going to take me this time? But now I think it's he's they have a play around with uh, the interior configuration. Yeah. And so he's he's coming up and yeah, what have you got for me this time? Yeah, set it to random. Yeah. Random. 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 random, random. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. And of course. We're at the get... same glass. We're at the same glass. <laughs> Oh, right. I've seen Amy in a police outfit. Now, where are we Amy? up to? That's... Apparently, um, she's uh, a pentagram, but... 15 seconds. Yeah. And a bit later on, about 22, 23 seconds, is she running around in her gym jams? <laughs> hey, <laughs> <And> the... hey. <laughs> around 22, 23 seconds. Ooh. When, when she's talking about it, she's... A hundred years in the future. That's like a dressing gown, isn't it? You're yeah. right. But they're in front of that big window, aren't they? Yeah, that the window that we see at the start of the trailer. Right. And should we just say at this point, anybody who 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 was naughty enough and didn't listen to our earlier, um, you know, live show that we did earlier today? And by the way, that's uh, Talk Show ID five four eight two one on the Talk Show site. I'll get it from iTunes. Somebody mentioned that. Uh, Amy, was it Darth saying she's going to be using a Scottish accent? Yes, yes, she's going to be using her own accent. Uh, apparently when she auditioned, she auditioned with, she did both a, a, a British accent and, uh, not that there's a British accent, but she, yeah. yeah. Uh, she didn't use her, her own accent uh, to audition and she also did another one. And so they've they've let her keep the Scottish accent they've gone with, it, which I love. Um, although I can just see BBC America um, putting subtitles on it so that people can understand her because it's the way they are here. You know, somebody speaking another, you know, somebody sounds just a little different. You've got to put a subtitle on it so people can understand them. And um, she might be going looking for Jamie's kilt in the TARDIS. Oh, listen to you. <laughs> Listen to you. At about the twenty twenty one second mark, we have what what we were thinking is the uh, the, the the weeping angels home, and there's some yeah. sort of blue light descending. Uh, what I'm thinking is it's that looks like it's something like flares. Yeah, unless that's the thing that escaped from the uh, spaceship. The interesting thing is when you talk about that is then going back to the very beginning. Uh, where Dave was saying about the window and everything, if you look, there's bright lights outside those windows at both the 24-second mark and way back at the uh, at the mm-hmm. uh, three-second mark. Uh, yeah, the two-second mark, yeah. Yeah, because there's it looks like the same kind of lighting, but, you know... Again, now, hang, hang on, those through the, 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 the four-second mark almost look like suns. Maybe it's a planet with two, twin suns. Right. 
I mean, we're we're grasping at straws here, folks, because that's how we drink or, our wine with straws. Or if we're going going with the idea of it being a, a city on a spaceship, those could be distant stars. True. Instead of just being a, a planet in a in a binary system. Binary, yeah. binary, well, binary, no, binary, binary, binary. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think the city you're seeing at 22 seconds uh, is like a ruined city, where the one you're seeing in the spaceship may not necessarily be a ruined one difficult to tell so it may well be that um you know they've gone that city is their way of transporting across to another world and then they're returning to their home world or whatever right and we're probably totally out but that's all half the fun of it and yes at 25 seconds again she's embracing the doctor in what seems to be either one of his cast off shirts or some sort of uh Oh, she's wearing a shirt. That means they did it. That's what you can expect from Stephen Moffat, folks. The doctor finally gets his leg over. Uh, now they'll all hate me. All right. So what are we making of the mask at 27 seconds? Um, that's it. I believe that that's the, uh, the vampire episode. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, it seems the, very uh, much... Yeah. Uh, because what I, from what I know of that episode, it's set in the past, um, and it's supposed to be in, well, Venice. Venice, yeah, and it's, so it seems to kind of fit in with the whole, yeah, the Vampire of Venice, yeah. 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 <laughs> and and we, we perhaps should tell people that, as far as I remember from the actual um, uh, first screening, they'd already filmed at least... I think I already filmed twelve. They were almost filming the last. Right, he was. Series. They were. They were watching series, uh, episode twelve. Whether they were doing any ADR, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Or maybe they were just watching it. Um, watching the dailies. Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether they were watching dailies or what. But it, all I said is, oh, we we were watching episode twelve tonight, and oh, it's good. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's the thing, because when we watched uh, one of the David Tennant really great clips uh, oh, way back when it seems now we thought that that was fantastic but we could only identify like three or four episodes within that thing where where obviously within this promo there could be as many as six or seven different uh, stories right. the 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 section with the gun if you will skip forward to uh, 52 seconds you're missing all the good stuff all right no, 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 no. Go i just happened to notice this if you go to 52 seconds, this yeah. is from the episode with River Song in it. Uh, because ah, yeah, 52 fatigues. seconds, the fatigues, and yeah. plus okay. right beside Amy, it looks to me like River Song. Because uh, there yes. is a section where she, she, we've seen early photos, of course, it was uh, the first day of them shooting out in public where the, the, uh, the press was out there taking pictures. And there was one section where she was in a black dress and heels, and then uh, another section where she's in um, army fatigues. Yeah, uh, just before he raises his gun, you can right. see her quite close up. Yes. Not that close up, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, what I mean is she's completely recognisable. You're not guessing who right. it is. Actually, if you oh, if you if you track back and just because um, I I've, I've been. Click pause, click on pause, you know, click, 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 click. Yeah. There's actually a bit where you can, yeah, just before he raises the gun, you can actually see yeah. her standing right there looking at him. Yeah. Oh, I just saw that at 32, 31, 32 seconds. More Daleks. And in a really bright room. Yes, I was wondering about that. I'm not sure if that's... On that the... looks like a Dalek ship, doesn't it? Yeah. The interior. Because the, the doorway looks Dalek shaped to allow them through. Right. Yeah. Or the other thing is, is this could be a teleport that they've got set up on Earth because the ceiling almost, the, the ceiling almost <laughs> looks very uh, Earth like to me rather than Dalek ship. Yeah. And that might there's, be a budget thing. It looks yeah. like a communication port on one side. It actually looks like uh, something out of the fly, but. Um, I don't know whether that's a teleport or... No, on the left it looks like a supreme leader, a supreme Dalek. What are you talking about? I'm at uh, 33 seconds where you've got the portal. We're in this shiny room that Mike mentioned. And to the extreme left looks like um, 
a mm. different size shaped Dalek, and it could be a Supreme Dalek. Mm. 33 seconds. And also on the topic of teleporting, if you bump back to about 30 seconds, it looks like the soldiers are teleporting in. Yes, I noticed that just, just on the, the playthrough. It, it, it's like a kind of a, a smoke clearing type thing where it's just like... Yeah. You know, not, yeah. A, not a Star Trek kind of beam in, it's just kind of like a... Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't noticed that. And before that, of course, we've got the... Uh, the brides, well, the the brides, yes, at um, thirty. Also, um, one thing we haven't brought up is Cyberman. Yeah, uh, we hadn't mentioned that on the first one. I don't uh-huh. think we, there are Cybermen in this one, but there uh, is. So far, we've only seen one, and he's badly damaged. He's crawling along. He appears to be. He appears to be missing an arm. Right. Uh, I don't know what else, but yeah, that's the extent of the damage, and he's chasing down Amy. So, what that's from, whether it's from, uh, because yeah, we we know so far, and these aren't really spoilers because if you've watched any news shows, seen any of these trailers, uh, the Weeping Angels are back, the Daleks are back, the Cybermen are in it, and uh, the Silurians. Ooh. Stephen Moffat has confirmed that the Silurians are making an appearance. And this, of course, have got fans up in arms because uh, set reporters have taken photos. And, of course, people have paused the original uh, trailer and seen uh, what they believe to be Silurians. And said, they look nothing like Silurians. It's not right. <laughs> Get over yourselves for crying out loud. And then we had to mention that it was from another... The Silurians we're seeing are from a different tribe. Yes, so. exactly. Yeah, I mean, Worf, Worf got around it, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we don't talk about that. <laughs> uh, I'm at 38 seconds now, and you can definitely see the underside of the Dalek ship there, you know, with those, like, uh, smaller pods. Yeah, something else I was going to mention right at that, well, 30, not 39 seconds, so same part, yeah. is that... that that dish that comes out is that a message wow. a message relay or a teleport no a weapon i was thinking weapon but it, but, but we we see the, the dalek uh, energy beams earlier on and they're solid beams this one looks sort of like a waveform so i'm thinking it's a messaging messaging system i'm wondering that, oh, I'm, I'm wondering if that's from the same episode hmm I'm wondering if that... Because, yes, we see the Dalek ship earlier with the, the blue beam coming out, but this one's kind of a zigzaggy thing that comes from like a almost like a communications array. So I don't yeah. know whether it's... Yeah, so it's it's interesting. I mean, that's the that's the thing about these trailers and, and movie trailers in general. You don't know where their position is, and especially with these, you don't know what story it's from. We're, and we're, it's, we're, sorry. Just, we're just guessing at this point, yeah. but it's fun. I, haven't they cheated before that as well, where, where they've shown actually footage that never was actually shown in the episode when it aired? Right. Sure they've done that. I'm now at 40 seconds, and Amy Pond seems to be sinking in some sort of quicksand or something. Hmm. 40 seconds. The Doctor's trying to pull yeah. her out of the ground. <laughs> yeah, he does. Hmm. And then right after that, we see the Dalek saucer. And what I was mentioning, the the energy beam is a straight line, as opposed mm-hmm. to the waveform that we saw. Is the Doctor wearing a watch? Wait, is he? Yeah. Where do you see that? Yeah, uh, the the bit where where Amy's going into the ground. Oh, let me skip back. Oh, hmm. Well, I didn't He's, notice that. He does have a no. gold or bronze kind of band on his on his left wrist. Could be a teleport bracelet. Yeah. Very Blake Seven. Blake Seven. Blake Seven. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's very definitely a Dalek saucer in, in in that trailer. It's a bracelet. If you if you pause it at that at forty and then press the play, it that uh, band clarifies and it's not got a face on it. It actually is a uh, a band. Right. There's no face on it. Oh, and at about 45 seconds, we have more, another scene that suggests the the World War II story. Right. The, the, yeah. 
map planning room. The warm, yeah, the war room. I mean, I'm enjoying this. I did, you know, when I think about it, I, I, I used to, uh, I, scoff is too strong a word, but I, I would thought it's a bit anal, isn't it? Ch- checking every frame, but uh, I'm quite enjoying doing it. Yeah, so am I. This is not entirely <laughs> what I'd intended. I just thought we'd watch it and then we'd uh, just discuss everything we see. But no, no, we're going through it and breaking it down bit by bit. But it is, it is, it's, it's a blast because it's, it's, it's all we have to do until it comes on the air. Yeah, I'm, I'm also trying to figure out exactly what. Ever since I first saw the bit with, with the, the doctor firing the gun, I've been trying to figure out exactly what the, what was going on there, what's going on there, and uh, skipping back just a, f- a few frames, you see that they're standing in a pool of light. I'm thinking that my thought is that this is from the. The, the Weeping Angels episode, and he's switch he's switch shooting out the light, so they'll be in darkness. So the, maybe the, the Weeping Angels won't be able to find them. Um, right. no, because the um, unless River Song appears in more than one episode. Well, that was no. Hang Riversong. on a minute, because hang River Song's Mike. there in that scene, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, Wasn't she in going to be in one of the uh, Weeping Angel stories? Yeah, but hang on, Mike. You're wrong about the light because in the Blink episode, they were worried when the angels were going to the oh, light yeah, that was right. swinging. They didn't yeah, want right. the lights to go out because they were going to move on them. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. Well, uh, but, yeah, go. And I've just checked at 52 seconds as well. There's another picture of a, of uh, River Song at the side of the Doctor at 52 seconds. Right. And it's very definitely her. Mm-hmm. It's, a, that, it's a very quick shot there. It's the very last one, in fact, yeah. Yeah. You have to wow. pretty much freeze frame it right after the word me disappears. But yeah. What do we think? Um, I mean, apart from this scene at 11 where the TARDIS is in that field and he's saying, What have you got for me? It's a very muted palette on a lot of the rest of it. What do you. I mean, that is obviously the style they're going for. It's. Um, I'm not going to use the HP words as opposed to some magical film, but um, they're going for a very sort of muted palette, aren't they? Yeah. Film. I mean, it's it's. I mean, of course, when they make these things up, they don't. You know, they've got to show a kind of common thread, and so they kind of. I tend. I. I yeah. notice they tend to mute things down a little for. So the they trailer, all match so together. Yeah. yeah. And also from a production from a production point of view, the actual color ba- balancing for the final print of the episode is the last thing that they do. Right. It, it, it could be done just a week before transmission of the episode, so maybe the color balancing process hasn't been finished. Right. Yeah, I mean, I remember watching one of the confidentials, and they they actually have a mood meeting, don't they, where they decide on the mood of the episode in terms. I mean, like. Um, one of the ones that was very distinctive uh, quite early on was the 42 episode, uh, you know, in the in the spaceship. And um, quite a lot of primary red colours. I mean, they always made sure that you know, the Doctor was in his red spacesuit and, spacesuit and so on. This looks very much uh, muted. Uh, and did we actually get around to mentioning at 28, these, these brides, are they, are they from... What? Where we think they're, those are I believe they're from uh, the vampires. Vampires of Venice. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, they're very much from there. But all in all, that's a one-minute clip for a, a thirty-second clip, and a one-minute clip which had some repeats from the thirty-second. Right. Uh, we've basically had the eighty seconds, and I think we've been talking about it for. Um, 50 minutes. Right. The fabulous thing is, when you think about it, is that the BBC... I mean, the BBC... BBC? Yeah. I'm in a glass. Yeah. <laughs> the, BBC, the BBC showed uh, a 30-second clip. Right. BBC America had a full minute. That I mean, I'm, I'm just impressed with the fact that... I mean, I don't have BBC America yet because uh, down here in... Port Charlotte, we don't have access to BBC America HD, and I'm not going to pay for the increase in my cable 
uh, until they can supply me with HD because it's like then I may as well just wait for it to come out on DVD. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't see any point in 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 watching it with commercials. You know, I may as well wait for the DVDs to come out and see it. You know, completely uninterrupted, um, nice picture and everything. So, uh, and plus, I know they're filming it in HD now, so that's that's what I want. So, if anybody in at Comcast is listening, Port Charlotte needs BBC HD. And uh, was it you, Mike? Or somebody said that um, the specials were supposedly filled in HD, and and they certainly were. But they, I think they were done in uh, um, 1080i, the uh, interlaced. And I'm sure somebody said that they're now they've now moved to really serious high definition cameras. So presumably it's being filmed in 1080p, which. Uh, will make a difference when it makes to Blu-ray. And, of course, it makes a difference in terms of its longevity as a, a high-quality production. So, great. I mean, I don't know if we ought to stop there, but, I mean, I'm, I'm my fingers are going towards these little latest news um, things on this uh, Block to Who. Yes. Uh, what the, um, Doctor Who's a great information site. The for first reactions one. I think it's worth looking there for the very first picture because the colour palette there is completely different. Right. The the the, the very first picture just shows uh, the Doctor and Amy Pond outside the TARDIS in in what seems to be bright dappled sunlight, and there's there's no sign there of a muted uh, palette. Right. I've actually just I uh, just downloaded the 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 trailer from from YouTube and I'm, because VLC <laughs> if you if you have the wherewithal to download a YouTube video and uh, bring it up into something like VLC and do a uh, hit play of course and then hit the uh, the slow mo button. Pro and, tip: uh, you can you can actually download YouTube videos in VLC. Oh, you can. Yes, can you can. You? Um, you will after after the show is done. You will have to instruct me, sir, <laughs> because that would be fabulous. Because the FLV file that I got was a bit pants, to be honest. It's a little grainy. Don't want to cut so much. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. So I'm I'm. None of these have gotten me to the point where I'm like, oh, I don't like this. Don't laugh like Matt. I've seen some comments where people say, he's still too young. They should go back to David Tennant. It's like, we're not going back. Shut up. Oh, yeah. David David Tennant was much nearer a 900-year-old man. Yes, of course. I mean, it was obvious when you look at David. I mean, he looked like he was 900. Why are they going with this guy who looks like he's 20? I don't know. (laughs) We're taking the mickey if you don't get it. Um, (laughs) The funny thing is that back when the end of time part one and part two aired, and I saw the regeneration, I was thinking, no, I'll, I'll, I, I can't accept this new guy as the Doctor. And then now here we are, in the weeks leading up to eleventh oh, hour, and I'm, I'm all like, can't wait to see Matt Smith. He looks like he's going to be uh, fantastic. Yeah, uh, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm well looking forward to it. I mean, I every time there's a new trailer. There's certain sections in it where I, I just a shiver goes up my spine, and I'm just like, yes, it's Doctor Who. <laughs> I mean, I, I will put a note of caution in here from me. I mean, I didn't think his regeneration scene was that good, but on to, to be fair, I don't think I've ever seen any. It was uh, just a regeneration regen- scene. So, yeah, no. yeah, but it, it was sort of frantic and so on. You know, fingers, toes. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. Uh, it, there was no way he could get any personality into his yeah. uh, performance. But I mean, when he had Doctor the, the the fourth Doctor running on the spot, saying I'm perfectly all right and so on. Um, <laughs> I mean, and I have, I have also, of course, as you guys probably have heard, Stephen Moffat said, um, "You're supposed to doubt." The doctor after regeneration. Yeah, you're supposed to think, yeah. is this my guy? Is this really the doctor? Can yeah. I trust him? Do I invest in him? You're supposed to have that sort of sensation. Yeah. I and, mean, 
Neil Gaiman had a quote sort of similar to that, talking about it's the nature of Doctor Who where we get new guys in the in the role. Whenever there's a new a new actor in the role, we always think, ah, oh, this guy will never be the same as who we just had. But give him a few episodes, and you're and you're and you're pretty much thinking, perfect choice. Yeah, and and from what I've heard from from Stephen is like you know he's, he's reiterated is like yeah we were looking for an older guy. And we get all these young guys come in, and then Matt came in, and it was just, wow. You know, and so if they were wowed by him, you know, TV professionals, I'm looking forward to it. And as I said, every time I see clips, there's more and more of him that I like. I mean, I I really like David Tennant. Um, but there were times where I was like, oh, I wish he hadn't done that. My wife didn't like it when he gnashed his teeth, you know, <laughs> it used to bug her. Uh, I remember when Christmas, when I first saw Christmas Invasion in New Earth, I was thinking, ah, da- who's this David Tennant guy? Uh, he doesn't—he's not good as the doc- as the Doctor at all. I right. can't see him yeah. living up to Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. And then here I am now. David Tennant was absolutely brilliant. Oh yeah, and and the thing is, is like that's that's what gets me going is the fact that they they saw this guy and they're like. Oh, we just got to put him in the role because, and I don't know what it is. It's something about Doctor Who where I look at it and I say, "We're on to Doctor Number Eleven. Mm-hmm. And really, I mean, yeah, there's been some duff moments. Yeah, you know, there's been some, bit, you know, episodes are a bit pants. But for the most part, there's something to like in every single Doctor. They were all. Uh, you know, wonderful McCoy episodes. There were wonderful uh, ba- Tom Baker, Colin Baker, Peter Davison. There's there's good and bad in all of them, and I don't think we yeah. I don't think lot. we'd swap them out for anyone. Wonderful chaps, all of them. Yes, exactly. And so it sounds really, really kind of complacent to sit there and go, I trust them, whatever they do. But yeah, that's that's applause. it. I do, I do. Applause, five rounds rapid. Yeah, it's like it's just, <laughs> you sit back and you go, they know what they're doing, and yeah, I I don't doubt it for a minute that this guy's going to be just great, you know. And Amy, I I think she's. I mean, we haven't seen an awful lot of her, but uh, but I think she's going to be great. Plus, we get a Scottish accent, so it's not just. Uh, we don't get a chav this time. We don't get somebody from London. Uh, we we, you know, we get somebody with a slightly different accent, which is nice. It's 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 good to see. So I think we should uh, leave it there because we've just been kind of um, orgasming all over this. Gushing, gushing, gushing. Gushing. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Gushing. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. At my end, I've been gushing and slurping. (laughs) And I've been pontificating. Oh. Oh. See, scholar over there. Hang on, we need a James moment. We need a James Norton moment there. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, yes, lots to love. Uh, And it's not long to go now. It's uh, And the closer and closer it gets, the more and more we want to see. And so, now. 11th hour will be out uh, Easter. So, uh, as well as sitting there, eating your, uh, I will be sitting there eating my mini eggs because that's Matt's favorite. He loves mini eggs. Well, according to one interview, anyway. That's all I need. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I don't think we'll give any last kind of review notes or anything because I think we've gushed enough. Worst well, the, uh, trailers ever. Do you think there'll be any more trailers? I mean, as we record this now, it's uh, I, late on Sunday, the 21st of March. We've got just over a week to go, 10 days. I think there'll be something one week out, which is probably just all 11th hour. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, I don't think we'll see any more full... Uh, series trailers. I think there'll be a uh, per episode. Yeah, an episode kind of uh, teaser before we get going. So, yeah. Alrighty. Well, I'm gonna call it quits on this one. 
Certainly can, yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, that's that's about us uh, for uh, the eleventh bottle, which is pretty much close <laughs> to the truth. Uh, the, the, the drunker we get, the more entertaining we get. I swear, folks, or the less coherent. Um, well, I'm, I can actually say coherent, so I can't be that drunk. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know about you, Ian, but uh, my wine is bigger on the inside. Uh huh. <laughs> it's a self-replenishing bottle. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was what we were talking about before we started recording that recline bottle. The trouble is, you can't get anything in, you can't get anything out because it's only got one surface. <laughs> <laughs> so Dave could just sit there and stroke it. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> on that note, it's goodbye from Mr. Randall Thorpe. Goodbye, everyone. It's good night from me. And it's good night from him. Good night, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.